0: The Holy Gospel according to John, the 11th chapter. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there's a stench because he's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, His hands and feet were bound with strips of cloth, his face, his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. How are you? Good. I see some of you brought envelopes. Very good. We'll be talking about those again today. Now the first week, we've had like two envelopes so far, right? Right. So the first week we talked about how we use those envelopes to help people in need. And the second week we talked about how we use those envelopes to tell people the truth that God loves them very much. And this third week... We're going to talk about how we use those envelopes to encourage one another. Now, encourage is a weird word. I'm sure you already know it. But basically what it means is to cheer someone on. Right? Has anyone ever cheered you on before? Yeah? Where has someone cheered you on, Ava? Yeah, when you play soccer, people on the sidelines, they're like, go! You're doing great. Very good. You too. Soccer. Yeah, yeah exactly. I How about you? Football. Soul Sisters. Very good. Um, yeah. Now, have you guys ever cheered someone else on? When have you cheered someone else on, Anthony? Yeah, you give high fives and you, you cheer them on from the sidelines. Now does it feel good when people cheer you on? Yeah. Does it good when you cheer somebody else on? Does that feel good too? Exactly. One of the biggest things that we use these envelopes for is for the people that have jobs professionally here at the church to cheer us on, to help us have faith when it might not be easy. So for example, do you guys like the songs that we sing here? I do. Do you know that we have someone whose job is to help pick those out? Whether it's for the children's choir or for the big choir or even what we sing here in the congregation. We have someone whose job it is to help cheer us on. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> it takes a ton of effort. Not only do we have those hundreds of hymns in the hymnal, but we have hundreds of hymns not in the hymnal too. And we go through them all trying to find the one that makes sense for us. Do you know that I'm supposed to cheer you on too? Oh, we look confused. Can everybody look right here at my nose? Oh, here's my nose. Very good. Do you know that when we're grumpy and that when we're not having a good day, it's our job to cheer each other on too? I'm supposed to cheer you guys on. Every week, I'm supposed to tell you, you know what, life's hard. I'm supposed to bring that reality there. I'm supposed to tell you that God is with you and God loves you very much and ultimately that together we can be really, really good Christians in this world. Do you guys think i cheer you on? Do you think that uh, this whole church could cheer you on now? All right, let's, let's see how that feels. Let's see if this is a worthwhile use of our time. So, the rest of the saints in the room, on the count of three, we're going to cheer this particular crowd on. I'm going to turn off my mic so I don't hurt your ears. On the count of three, and we're going to see, I don't know, just what happens, okay? So, one, two, three. <laughs> yep. So, some of you got your ears hurt, but all of you smiled. <laughs> All of you smiled. Yes, you just made my ears wobbly. Oh, I'm sorry. Be
1: careful
0: with that. I will, I will. Uh, But regardless, I'm sorry, I apologize. But I will say that when every one of you smiled, you know how important it is to cheer each other on. And that's the work that we do here at the church. I think the best. Will you guys pray with me? Yes. All right. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the people that cheer us on at school and at home and especially in church. We ask that with these envelopes that we'll receive, we might use whatever we have to cheer each other on and draw on the front whatever we've done to cheer each other on this week. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. So we do have two baskets as normal. Here's the first one. No, put your envelopes in the offering plate when it comes by. Just one. Oh, we already got another helper. No, put it in the offering plate. You know that gold plate that comes by during the back end of the service? Here you go. Would you like one? Snacks. Would you like one? There you go. Everybody got an envelope? Very good. They look good. That's pretty good. I like that. Very good. That's a spider? That's cool. There we go. All done? Thank you guys. Thanks, Joey. In Jesus' name, Amen. I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I don't quite like this text for All Saints Sunday. And it's not that I think it's a bad text. I love the text itself. But on a day like All Saints Sunday, it's very difficult for me to stand up uh, with the story of someone receiving their loved one back so immediately and preach that good news to you as well. Because I know from myself, and you know more than well, that it doesn't quite work like that most of the time. And we don't always receive our loved ones back immediately. We don't always see their face again. We don't always feel their touch again, immediately. What I do like about this text, and what I think we do as a congregation incredibly well, is what happens to Jesus in the text. The words that we say to one another, the words that are said to Jesus, affect us. Affect Jesus. For Jesus... We, we know Christ as this fully human, fully divine being. And if it was this divine part of him, and I'm borderline treading on heresy here, so trying to walk the line. If it was fully divine for him, I think he would have just began weeping when Lazarus died. But four days later, when the words came to him, when faced with Mary and Martha, when faced with the crowd, when faced with people who were in grief too, that's when Jesus wept. That's when Jesus felt it. For us, and for me personally, some of the hardest times of walking through death and walking through remembrance is either when I'm alone or I'm with the crowd. Both of those places make me miss people so much. On a day like today, on All Saints Sunday, we celebrate saints past, saints present, and saints to come that have spoken faith into our hearts. Now, some of you might not be surprised at this, but for me, All Saints Sunday always reminds me of running. And if you've ever watched... Uh, an incredibly professional Olympic caliber runner right next to someone who's just jogging for the distance. And that's not a bad thing. It's just two different kinds of runners. You'll see that the Olympic caliber runner from the waist up doesn't move hardly at all. There's this pattern, there's this flow, there's this consistent, effortless part of the runner's body. And you can tell when they're about to speed up. Not by their legs. Their legs don't matter. When you see this begin to change, begin to heave, begin to move, that's when you know the runner's gonna take off. That's when you know the runner's gonna hit stride. That's when you know that they're coming around the corner and all of a sudden they're gonna be going 10 times faster than they just were. It's the core. That's how you know the runner. When I was running and I would come around the corner and I would see my mom and I would see my dad very quietly cheering me on because they didn't cheer very loud. I knew I knew that I was going to hit a bigger stride because it, you just felt it in your core from the very depths of your being no matter how tired you were you knew that at least six more good steps were coming I can, I can charge and sometimes it was a little bit of a thanks for coming guys and sometimes it was a little bit of well I just don't want to see me I just don't want them to see me doing this poorly But ultimately, when you see their face, you run harder. And the same thing happens outside of running. The same thing happens for me when I see my brothers and sisters in Christ, but when I see my brothers and sisters-in-law, when I see my friends and family for the first time after a long time. I'm not as tired as I was. I don't hurt as bad. All Saints Sunday, we celebrate the people who give us life just by their presence. We celebrate the people who have spoken faith into our hearts, who have sung faith into our hearts, who have worked faith into our hearts. I know for you that over time there have been people who beyond Scripture, beyond the Bible, have taught taught you what it means to love, to cheer, to give, to work me, I think of two people when I think of what it means to be a pastoral caregiver in life. I think of Christ and I think of my grandmother. And both those held in the same hand is what makes me who I am. The saints past that we long to see and be energized again are one part of what we celebrate today. But the saints present. We celebrate those too. Because I say it, but I don't say it enough. There are saints present here today. You inspire me too. You inspire me too. It's fantastic when I walk into this place and people are telling me about what they did, about what they drew on their offering cards, about who they helped this week. It's incredible. I wish you could hear as many stories as I heard of the ways that we're naturally being the body of Christ over and over and over on a regular basis. Your sainthood, the way that you are naturally living Christ in this world, inspires me to do the same. And then today, one of our youngest members, imagine what he will say over time. He will say, I remember Trinity Lutheran Church. I remember these people who sang every week. Who are constantly working on behalf of Christ. Who are constantly being together with one another. Who taught me what it is to love and to serve. To give and to grow. This is the sainthood. That he will inherit. That he will grow in. That he will be washed in. Today we celebrate the saints past, the saints present, and the saints to come. I pray that in these moments, we are able to weep and to smile at the same time in the way that God gives us best. And that from time to time, in moments that leap on, up on you unexpectedly, we might be able to see very clearly in our hearts the face that gave us strength, the touch that taught us how to touch and that we might pass that on to one another. Thank you, God, for giving us the saints and thank you, God, for these saints here. Amen.